Born in Scotland, but moving to Langley, British Columbia a few years ago, initially to advance her education, I think it's safe to say that Sarah Inglis has been accepted as one of her own. An honorary Canadian, if you will. She first came to our attention a few years ago as a fantastic youth sport runner for Trinity Western University, and since then she's trained and raced her way to notoriety, including taking the Canadian Road 5km soil record last weekend in 1529 at the St. Patrick's Day 5K in Vancouver, British Columbia. Sarah joins us to talk about the race, keeping in touch with what's happening back home, as well as giving us the details on her team, the Langley Mustangs. You're listening to The Terminal Mile at The Terminal Mile on both Instagram and Twitter, a Tracky Radio production. 1529, it is a brand new soil record uh, for this great country of ours. And uh, it's one that you said this past weekend at the St. Patrick's Day run uh, out in beautiful British Columbia. Uh, Talk to me a little bit about that race. You know, where was your expectations going in? And did you kind of have that that record in mind when, when, you know, the gun went off and and beforehand? We talked about it before myself and Regan and Natasha had been training down in Arizona and Phoenix at training camp a few weeks ago. And we were kind of like making jokes about the first mile and because they have that bonus for the first women that crosses the line. We're, I don't know, we're just making fun and saying, like, kind of discussing tactics. So, are, are we going to go for it or, like, whatever? Um, so, I knew that we'd probably get out pretty fast uh, and the time would be quick because of that. And I know I've had some, a good 10K and a good 5K indoors. So, I knew that, like, I, I was in that kind of shape um, to compete. And I suppose once you're racing against other people, like, Tash and Shalia and the field was really good but the time kind of comes as a result of the race so um, yeah I was like I was really really happy although I never even managed to get the mile we went out I think it was like a 4.44 and it was actually Shalia Kip who <laughs> nabbed the mile I tried to get in the last little bit but that actually helped me in the race kind of pull away um, as I tried to get her I kind of gapped the rest of the field so having that there I think that helped uh, try and get the faster time. So, you know, I would say that, I mean, like what I find interesting going into this is that you, your, your 5,000 PB on the track is, um, is, is slower than this, this road race. And and that's not usually how it works out, but even that PB is from, you know, a couple of years ago, like, I'm just thinking going into this, how did you prepare yourself mentally to run, you know, a time that fast? Cause I mean, like sometimes, it, sometimes it's difficult to, to reconcile, I guess, running fast when, you know you know, put it, putting putting a distance on, on that PB and, and taking such a big chunk out, especially at that time? I, I just had, like, trust in my training that, like, things have been going really well. And, like, I ran that 15.35 indoors and I led the entire race till, like, the last lap. So, like, I was kind of hoping for 15.20s, like, indoors um, anyway. So, I don't know, I think this race kind of justifies the, the kind of workouts and training that I have been putting in. And it, it kind of just all clicked and, and came together. Oh, definitely, definitely. Now, obviously, this—I mean, the, this race as a whole—I wouldn't think that this would this would be the peak of your season, or you know, it would be more, I guess, uh, like a beginning, or you had an indoor season, so it could be an end of that. But you know, like, what what are the plans to to go from this? Um, I we kind of trained through the race. We had a big workout on the Tuesday, and then we just had some runs. And then this race is meant to be kind of for fun and just to kind of get the season going. So um, I had the 10k, and I, 
uh, that was like the end of February and I had like a down week and we've kind of just been building up training. So right now we're just kind of gradually building, not do not doing anything too crazy. And because and, I know I'm in good shape and there's that fine line between like there's still the trials until July. So uh, I'm going to go up to Toronto for a, um, on the 6th of April. There's a, a 8K road race up there. So I'm going to go up and do that. And, and then after that, we're, I don't know, looking at maybe maybe doing a 10K um, on the track somewhere um, and some 5Ks. But the main goal will be for those trials on, on July 6th. You know, to take a look at your range, it's, it's just absolutely huge. Um, you know, you, you have, you know, great PBs from, from the 1500 all the way up to, up to the 10,000. Yeah, what are, what are the plans for, for the trials? Like what, what is like, what distance is, is your heart set on right now? Um, after this, I was thinking about the standard is like 15, 22 for worlds for, so I'd be trying to get that 5k standard and all of it was the 10,000 meters, but, um, that's 3150. So, like I ran that thirty to thirty like late February, so that would be a target. Would be trying to get like sub thirty two and that ten k, and then put myself in a chance um, with a ten k at the trials. But I have the option as well to maybe go for the five k, a quick five k, and then race those trials later on in the summer because there's two different trials, one for the ten and one for the five, a little bit later on. So I could uh, double dip depending on how how it goes. But yeah, the main target probably will be that ten k. You know those those standards just came out, and they're uh, they're pretty ambitious. Uh, you know, I'm thinking more for for the Olympics, but you know, even even just to make the the World Championships this fall, it's is a pretty ambitious uh, score. Now, I'm not su- super familiar with the with the Scottish system. I mean, everyone knows um, Laura Muir and and what she's she's been doing. But you know, talk to me a little bit about um, you know otherwise what the scene's like. I mean, like, is there is it is it a pretty competitive uh, race to to get into those big uh, you know international meets? Um, yeah, there's there's a real depth in there and women's like and especially in Scotland like we have like Eilish McCoggan and Steph Twell, um, even like the the home meets that they'll have they they like have a really good standard and um, yes even in the ten k there's like good depth there's probably I don't know five six. Girls at least who will run around that thirty-two minute range. So, um, yeah, there's definitely like real competition, and if you're choosing at that level, then you're you're definitely yeah having to like fight for places, which is good. Definitely. And do you, do you keep in keep in contact with with a lot of those people? I mean, like, how how do you stay? in obviously, it's a lot easier with the internet and stuff now. But do you stay in touch with with what's happening over there, uh, pretty well? Or you know, like what what's going on there? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, like Scottish Athletics, I get like emails from the from the head coach over there, and, and British Athletics, and Ian Hodge got in touch after my ten k. Like, yeah, they're really good, and they always like like posting stuff on social media, and like, um, like as I grew up there, like running from the age of ten, and in the club system there, and like a lot of my friends and people who have trained me and previous coaches, like all still keep track, and um, yeah, there's a really really good community, and every day is like sent me some really nice encouraging messages and it's kind of a little bit of a break like a breakthrough they've seen me like kind of coming through the ranks and like yeah it's nice finally at the age of 27 to like try start to push in some good time so um yeah I think they're just they're just how happy to see that happen 
you know, from from uh, you know talking about uh, Scotland to to talking about uh, who are you training with now? The the Langley Mustangs. You you mentioned that you went to Arizona. Was that was that an altitude uh, camp that that you guys were at? Uh, no, we just as a group, we just decided that we needed to come and get some sun. We had like the whole of January, February was pretty cold here, and like some of our track workouts were in horrendous conditions. So, um, as a group, we just decided to go down. So there were seven of us, and we all squeezed into a little Airbnb and made it dirt cheap, and just got some uh, like good training done uh, and a little bit of warmth. Although we did have a couple of rain, which <laughs> was not expected, but in general, it was a nice, uh, nice two weeks. Uh, because our group is filled with some really good girls and some guys, and it's, it was yeah, we're all perfect for kind of pushing each other on. Yeah, I mean, I'd I'd love to hear about more more about the people that uh, are in your group. Obviously, uh, you know, Regan Yi uh, runs with you guys, but you know, there's there's quite a few um, you know standout names as well too. Uh, and and your coach uh, Mark Bomba is is fantastic as well too. So you know, who who are you training with? Uh, you know, who are you matching up with in, in workouts and that sort of stuff? Um, well, right now, um, Regan, uh, like she's running super well, and and we work together for most of our workouts. And um, Lindsay Carson, who's also fought in Regan, are selected for uh, World Cross, so they're doing the really there, and they're going off to Denmark, I think, next week. Um, and then we have Alicia Butterworth as well, um, who is at Worlds in London in the steeple. Um, we have Rebecca Bassett; she just graduated from SFU last year. Um, so we have like between the girls group itself is like you've got people who are at world championships. We can just just off the Canadian record and see that it's like a a very good group of like high caliber, especially girls having that level of girls to train with um, as well. It's it's been really good. And there's uh, also some boys um, who sometimes help pace us. And uh, my boy from Ron, he runs as well, so he joins in our workouts and uh, we do a lot of our training together. So. Yeah, the setup we have is is very good, and especially like it's based in Langley, so we're all like fairly close to each other. And, and Mark's just down the road, and the tracks like ten minute drive away. So yeah, we're quite lucky like, having the trails and stuff. And um, yeah, everything just kind of came together very well for the group. You know, I mentioned you you just have you know a huge range from from the fifteen hundred uh, to the ten k. It's it's very reminiscent of what uh, Matt Hughes told me. Uh, you know about how how Jerry Schumacher trains them to be in in shape to run everything from a good fifteen hundred to a half marathon. Uh, you know for for most of the year, and then when the big competitions come up, they they you know specialize it and and stuff as well. I I kind of want to know about Mark Bomba because I don't think a lot of people know about his his coaching style and that sort of stuff. So I mean, like, what is the emphasis on for him? Is it is it kind of that that generality? Um, yeah, I'd say so. Um, it's more a higher volume um, program, so we'll um, we'll have like a bigger track workout, and especially this year, like doing the ten k, we've kind of like bumped that up to like a six times a mile or five times two k, eight times a k, like those kind of bigger volume workouts um, and hills or the tempo, um, filling in the Thursday Saturday workouts, and then up to two hour long run on a Sunday. Um, and off days are are usually we're, we're told to take it pretty easy, and I know that's been a big learning thing for me um, to back off those off days and then let myself recover and then go again for the workouts. Um, so yeah, it's a slightly bigger volume um, kind of program, and I respond really well to that. 
So like it suits me and and can he adapt it for the other people in, in the group as well, depending on like what kind of stage they're at. Um, but yeah, he's Mark's famous for saying that he stops smart people from doing stupid things because that's what we all tend to do more. And for me, I need like held back a little bit, uh, and sometimes in workouts where like I do want to like cross that line, and he just has to say you know rein it in a little bit, and um, it's obviously proven to be. Um, quite successful for for everybody, yeah. You know, from from Langley to you know the the greater area that that surrounds you. You know, there's just so so many good runners. You know, not just with your group, but you know, you you look in Vancouver. Um, I noticed you you had a picture taken with uh with Natasha Wodak just at, after that race. Um, you know, you guys seem, seem like you're you're pretty good friends and that sort of stuff. Who you know, is there anyone outside of your group that that you like to match up with? Uh, you know, maybe. Maybe you go for for runs with whether they be workouts or or easy runs. You know, like who who are you you talking with and and who are you conferring with and and getting ideas from? Um, yeah, Tash has been has been great. Um, her and uh, Lynn Knuta, uh, I've been into Lynn's house a few times, and um, she has some really good stories and shares her advice. And um, yeah, Tash has been great for for training with and. Like she's somebody who's at like the highest level. She's Canadian ten k record holder, so like it's been great to um, to kind of like learn from her. And she's been amazing. At sometimes giving me her old kit and other runners or bikes or stuff that she gets extra. Then she kind of like always kind of cast them off. I appreciate greatly because teaching her high. I can um, yes, yeah, such a good friend and. And see if she kind of links in um, when she can. Um, but yeah, but in general, the running community is like super good. We'll kind of hook up with uh, some of uh, It's very like, and kind of encouraging and, and kind of community that um, we can all get together and over competitors also like to see each other do well. And Tasha, like, after the race on Sunday, she was the first person to like me and afterwards and say like she was so proud of me and. Um, even though she's can be at the same time she's happy to see me do well I think that's that kind of, like what kind of person she is and um, how nice that is to have those kind of people around you and surrounding yourself with good people you know, in in your Twitter bio, it says that that you're actually a phys ed teacher as well on the side. Now that that must be um, interesting, mm-hmm. trying to juggle being you know um, a really fast runner with with holding down a, down a job like that. Um, talk to me a little bit about balance. You know, like where where do you find that, and and how do you kind of juggle the two together? Uh, well, that's kind of time enough. And that over the years, like when I was in Scotland, I was working full time and. Here I've um, just, I'm TOC and so I can kind of pick and choose works a little bit more flexible. Like I was able to take a couple of weeks off for that camp and just walk time. Um, but in terms of for training, like I, I do actually enjoy having a routine and having work um, so that you're not so focused. You're just on running or waiting on the workout coming around at like four o'clock. So for me, like I um, I have a little backpack and I, I run to school in the morning and. Then I'll run home again, so like I fit in my morning run, or I go at lunchtime. Um, for me, that makes it. I don't. Know, I make. I make it work, and uh, I quite enjoy having that balance between teaching and even loads all the kids know that like I'm the teacher that runs to school. <laughs> like I know it's good for them as well to see 
um, somebody who's doing something else, a teacher as as well as being active and I don't know, kind of being like a, a little bit of a role model for um, for them at school. Um, yeah, so I've definitely I've found that I don't know, it's quite an enjoyable balance for me, and I do like it. You know, I. I had this talk with, with Lindsay Tessier as well too, you know, about uh, notoriety amongst uh, amongst students. And, and from what I got from her, it seems kind of to be be a mixed bag, whether, whether they know or not, you know, what, what you do in your spare time. Uh, you know, do, you're, you're, you're a phys ed teacher, so I would think that they would have mm-hmm. a little more insight as, as to what you do. Um, you know, like, is that something something that they know about, you know, do they know that that you you know set this this all comers record um, this past weekend? Um, well, we're on spring break right now, so some but some of the schools like the principals and um, the other teachers do kind of ask me how how things are going and keep tracking the detail of their classes. I don't really like to boast or like say oh, I did this, but um, if they ask, I'll tell them how how many seasons been and. Um, I remember one class, like I, they were asking about a race, and then the next minute it was like an announcement that I was going to the Olympics, and I was like, "Whoa, whoa, whoa!" <laughs> Giving something and they, they take a mile, but like they, I see that they ask and I do, I do like kind of shaded that as well. <laughs> Well, you you already answered what what you want to to do for the rest of you know the the next couple months, anyways. But uh, these these next couple of years are are going to be pretty big. I mean, we're in a world championship year, followed by an Olympic year, followed by another world championship year. What what are the big goals for you? Um, you know, I I think I can I can name a couple, but uh, you know what what's what's on your mind as far as that goes. Um, this year, if I could get close to that world standard and kind of put myself in with a chance at the trials um, of, I don't know, looking beyond that, like Olympic standard is what's thirty one twenty five, which I know is sounds crazy right now, but I don't know. I've, I'm just constantly improving and like having consistent training and I kind of believing that like, results will come um, from that. So I don't know, not looking super far ahead, but. Um, yeah, I'd be happy if I can give myself a shot at that world team this year. And but even any improvement if I got down to low thirty-two minutes, um, yeah, I'd be I'd be pretty happy. All right. Well, we we look forward to watching you. Uh, you know, try your hand at that, and, and maybe you'll you'll take down another all-comers record um, as well. Too. Thanks mm-hmm. a lot, Sarah, for for being on the show this week. I uh, really do appreciate it. Okay, you're welcome. Thank you very much. Well, that wraps up another edition of the Terminal Mile. Big thanks to Sarah, as well as to Tracky for their ongoing support. If you want to find us on social media, you can do so at Terminal Mile. We're on both Twitter and Instagram with that handle. And we have a new Facebook page, so be sure to toss us a like or a follow. If you want to find past episodes or want to stay up to date with new episodes, you can find us on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, and, of course, Tracky.ca. Thanks to you for listening. This has been the Terminal Mile, a Tracky Radio production. Yeah.